What's up, everybody? It's Power Rankings Podcast, aka the Power Rankings Show. I am your host, Elliot Harrison. And uh, as always, I'm joined by the um, little bit snarky today at Marcus underscore Mosher. How's it going? Uh, I'm only a little bit snarky because I'm on a lot of pain medicine from my uh, trip to the dentist this morning, but we'll be fine. I'll, I'll power through. I won't complain like you. It's fine. They did something to your head, too. Tell me the NFL doesn't need screen passes anymore. I'll tell you. Great way to slow a pass rush down. By the way, Eric over at Brinks left his camera on, and I'm distracted by his our Taylor Swift posters in the back and stuff in the dorm room. Uh, let's see. I can't see what Jeez. else is back there. He's got his 49ers hat. Uh, you missed yeah. the conversation pre-show. We were talking about Jimmy G and uh, Trey Lance. And stuff. I'm sure we'll talk about it on the show. Don't yeah. Worry. Hey, Eric, thumbs up or thumbs down on Marcus saying the NFL doesn't need screen <laughs> passes anymore. Thumbs up or thumbs down on that argument. Oh, That's exactly right. Yes. Sometimes, Marcus, just, you got to bring back old school. It becomes new school. I you just know? don't like those trick plays and tomfoolery out there. So, oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I saw today though? Watch, I was watching Cowboys Eagles from the '80s, um, just for fun, uh, Madden Summer All Game, and uh, I saw a, you know, the front side run, back backside pass to the wide mm-hmm. receiver kind of option play. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cowboys ran one to Tony Hill backside. Uh, they had you know front side strong formation, so it looks like it's going to be a run to the right. And then they throw the backside throw to the receiver on the left because the corner is playing way off. And you think that that's like a brand new thing. And then here you are, or here I am watching the Cowboys do it. Thing is, I never see that in games from the 80s. Most of the throws are down the field. So it's kind of interesting seeing like coaches tinker with things that are part of like the regular, you know, it's kind of like if you saw a bubble screen watching a game in 1985 you never saw bubble bubble screens at all to wide receivers but right. that's the yep. only screen pass you approve of yeah it's pretty safe don't have to worry about illegal men downfield and penalties and all that kind of crap yeah yeah because it's just like I a mean, clean but, game you just know me Ellie. i don't like lots of penalties i don't like undisciplined yeah. teams so yeah i know you um yeah your prediction on the cowboys was very accurate ah oh, t- don't worry about the preseason penalties they'll be fine wasn't an issue this week too much they're fine not too much this week was although some of the penalties they had were dumb 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 yeah but anyway look we're not here to talk about the cowboys or penalties or 1980s football or taylor swift uh we're here to talk although eric i don't know if you know taylor swift is starring in a new movie uh so get excited about that um my sister are here. saw her yesterday at a concert by the way you saw her in a concert. My yesterday? sister did. She called Your me. She was all excited did. about it. So that wow, we're way off the point. Let's get let's get to some games. Yeah. So Wednesdays we pick games, and that's what we're here to do. So uh, I don't know when you're listening to this out there, but it's Wednesday, and it's about two thirty Eastern time for Marcus, which means he's already late for the golf course. So we're gonna have to kind of hurry this up, unfortunately, because of that. I don't know the lines. I don't know the spreads. I'm relying on Marcus to fill me in on that. And I'm going to react to it and pick like if you're hearing it the first time, because I am hearing it for the first time. So let's go. What do we got up Thursday Uh, night football, Thursday night football, AFC North Steelers against the Browns at first energy stadium. The Browns are four and a half point favorites in this game. Right. That's a little high given the way Cleveland's played. And I will say this line has actually been bet down because it started out at five and a half earlier in the week. 
Yeah, because people are taking Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, yikes. I don't like Cleveland by four and a half. I'll take Cleveland to win this game outright, but I'm going to have Pittsburgh cover that. Doesn't it feel like a 20 to 17 type of game? At most. Yeah. At most. You want to you want to guess the total on this game? Well, I think the score is going to be 16-13 Cleveland. So I'm going to go 39 and a half on the total. And I think you consider you can consider betting under on that. Well, it's lower than that. It's 38 and a half. Okay, I was close. But boy, going was, under on 38 and a half. That's that's the a, point. It's it's tough to do that, right? Ooh. Yeah, I mean, because even if the offenses stink, if it's a mistake-filled game, now I don't see Mitch Trubisky or Jacoby Brissett throwing four interceptions. I don't this week, but if they do, then you're gonna get the you're gonna hit the over because too many short fields. There's just no way in the world I could bet on Jacoby Brissett as a four and a half point favorite in a Thursday night game, right? Like you just take the points. Tomlin, Mike Tomlin has been really good against Cleveland. Like 15, four and one against the spread in the last 20 yeah. games. I'm taking Pittsburgh here. I'm come. with you. Pittsburgh's got to stop the run in this game. Yep. though. they absolutely have to. Okay. What's up? What's uh, Chiefs at Colts. The Chiefs are six and a half point favorites. Well, this game's at Indianapolis. I do think that's key. And the Colts kind of know this is their season, but the problem is some of their star players are dinged up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael Pivens dinged up. Darius Leonard's been out. I mean, this is, um, I think both those guys are going to play this week, though. I think that's that's putting a lot. Uh, You're hoping a lot. And how effective are they going to be? Now, Kansas City could come out flat. They dilly dallied a lot with the Chargers. Thing is, the Colts aren't anywhere near as good as the Chargers are. I I, I definitely like the Chiefs straight up. I think really the question here is, do you think Kansas City can win by seven in this game? I think they can. Yeah. And remember, Andy Reid's one of the best coaches in the league when you give them 10 days off to prepare for a game. They last played on Thursday. I, I'm taking the Chiefs to win here by double digits. Boy, Matt Ryan's got to turn it around. Yeah. Uh, Pittman or no Pittman, they, they've got to find something. They've got to run. Jonathan Taylor better have 130 yards rushing in this yep. game. Let's go to the uh, next game. Baltimore Ravens at New England Patriots. The Ravens have had some success against the Patriots in the past. You picking them to to win and cover here? What's my spread again? Three. Baltimore by three. Oh. Now this move, it's changed a little bit, two and a half, three, but we're going to go with three right now. You know what? Vodacom, I hate this game. Okay, first of all, I don't bet on this game, period. But if I have to pick something, I think Baltimore can win by at least three. Oh, gosh, I hate this one the, so much. The, the hard part is, is Baltimore's secondary is pretty banged up but I'm not sure New England is a type of team that can expose them yes. in the air. Um, but it comes see down it. to the Patriots backs versus the Ravens front seven, I think. And I just think Baltimore is going to load up and dare New England to throw the ball down the field. I think it's another one of these like 2017, 2013 type of games. I think I would lead in Baltimore here though. I'm leaning Baltimore. I'm curious on the over under at first. I thought 42 and a half, but I think I'm a little low on that. Vegas is probably closer to 45 or 44 and a half, 43 and a half. Okay. So right in between, yep. right in between. Okay, cool. That's a tough one. Probably a stay away in terms of the point total there. So stay away from me all, all the way around, but I'll take Baltimore to win the game. Yep. Uh, and Elliot Harrison special, the Houston Texans against the Chicago bears, uh. <laughs> uh, bears two and a half point favorites. I don't even know if this will qualify for Elliot Harrison's no, special. Just- 
No, I got another one for you later that's somehow worse. All right, so this game is at Chicago. Uh, I don't trust, you know, you just did an article for PFF uh, on the best secondaries and, and worst secondaries. You mm-hmm. ranked them all. Where was Houston's secondary? Uh, last. <laughs> yeah. The problem is, is this the kind of team that can exploit it? So when you look at the spread, what is it, three and a half? Two, two and a half. Excuse me, two and a half. I think the Bears can cover that and win by a field goal. I'm being honest with you. If it were three and a half, uh, there's no way <laughs> that one point makes all the difference. It does. It's a big one. Um, I, I think I will take the bears as well. Houston's defense is a little bit slow up front. I think that's an advantage for fields. And I think they're going to be able to run the ball. So I take the bears to win and cover. Montgomery had a big game last no. week. Really quickly. I think that was the best I've ever seen David Montgomery play. I thought he ran really, really hard. He, um, he's a good player. Yeah, so it's clear Herbert, next? both those guys. Raiders, Titans. Now, this is a Marcus Mosier special right here. Raiders, two-point favorites on the road in this game. You talk about two teams that need this game bad. I'll, I'll tell you this much. I, I think the Raiders are going to win this game. I think this is a Daniel Carlson special. But if the Raiders go 0-3 with Josh McDaniels losing to a Titans team that's this banged up, that's this devoid of quality personnel. I, I think the, I think there's all, I, I hate to say Josh McDaniels is already going to be on the hot seat, but I really think he will because I don't think he, he will be, but it, it'll be, I mean, their season will be done. They, maybe they, not they with Mark Davis. I'm yeah. talking about with the masses. Yeah, sure. Sure. This is a tough matchup for the Raiders on the offensive line. Their off, interior of offensive line has played horrific through the first two games. And Jeffrey Simmons is just an absolutely dominant player. But on the other side of the ball, Elliot, Taylor Luan got hurt early in the game. Yep. And we know the Raiders have two really good edge rushers in Max Crosby and Chandler Jones. So I think this is going to be a pretty low-scoring, grinded-out game. I would take the Titans here, though. At home, Vrabel's a really good coach. I think they win. One of the interesting things about that is you, you thought – Chandler Jones might be a little bit washed. You're not sure yet. He's the one that would be going up against left tackle where Taylor Lewan normally plays. Max Crosby's on the right tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really love this Titans offensive line. No. Anyway. No. Uh, I certainly don't like their secondary. And if Derek Carr gets it together, the Raiders had the personnel to exploit this secondary. That's why I'm taking the Raiders. Okay, I will take the Titans in that one. Uh, Bills at the Dolphins. My favorite game of the week. The Buffalo Bills are six-point favorites on the road. Yeah, you're the only person that's going to be watching this game. I think most of the country will be tuned in on Houston at Chicago. I think so, yeah. Um, Okay, we got the Bills as five-and-a-half-point favorites. I think that's pretty rich. I don't care how good they play. just depends on the the line. Uh, When I posted this to Courtney, it was five-and-a-half. It's actually moved up to six now. I can't I can't pick the Bills to cover that. I, I don't trust them enough going down to Miami, having this huge win where they basically were having a party on the field. It's a short week. And by the way, there's some Bills players that are that are dinged up, kind of hidden in that game. I like Buffalo to win, Miami to cover on this. I, I agree with you. I think Miami is going to cover the spread. Uh, we haven't seen Buffalo secondary get really tested yet. Like – Tennessee didn't do it. The Rams weren't pushing the ball down the field. No Tredavious White, no Dane Jackson this week. Kyrie Elam, their first-round pick, has not played well. 
if Miami can hold up and pass pro, this is a game that they could have just a ton of passing yards. I could see this being 30 to 29. I think the over under on this game's got to be 53 and a half, 53, somewhere in that area. Yeah, most sports books have it between 52 and a half and 53. So you're right on the money. Cool. Next game. Uh, now, I was joking before about an Elliott Harrison special, but this is the Elliott Harrison game of the week. If he got the control, which game was America's game of the week? It's the Detroit Lions against the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings, are you ready for this? Yeah. Six-point favorites at home. Taking the Lions to cover that. Question is, Marcus, do they win? Uh, how will their secondary hold up against a Vikings offense that I think plays pretty well at home? You know Kirk Cousins is going to want to rebound. I think that's what Vegas is thinking here. Um, but I think the Lions are pesky, and I think they'll stay right there with them. And quite frankly, I don't trust Minnesota's secondary against the Lions. I've told you Jared Goff's playing pretty well. His line's doing a good job. Uh, one of his linemen made your uh, kind of 10 surprising mm -hmm. players of the week article, right? Mm -hmm. um, do you like the Lions to stay with them in this game? What do you think? No, I'm taking the Vikings to win and cover in this one, even despite how bad they looked in Philadelphia. Um, Detroit's think. secondary is still not great. I don't know if they've got the corners to slow down Justin Jefferson. And Minnesota's offensive line is much better than what they showed against Philadelphia. So I think this is a game that Minnesota wins like 34 to 23, something like that. Yeah, I walk away from this game. I But if you have to bet on it, I bet the Lions to cover. I'll take Minnesota to win outright okay. at home. All right, next one. And Bengals at Jets, a game that the Bengals absolutely have to win. Bengals, only five-point favorites here. And honestly, I don't know that you can bet that with confidence. And I, I know the Jets won there last year. That really doesn't mean a whole lot for this year. But the way the Bengals' offensive line is playing, um, the Jets have some young players that are playing really well. Um how do you take the Bengals here to cover? I, I I can take the Bengals to win this game. And let me just say, I think this is the most important game of the week for one team in the league. The Bengals have to win this game more than any team has to win their game. If the Bengals go 0-3, coming off a Super Bowl berth, and losing to Mitch Trubisky, Cooper Rush, and Joe Flacco. It's over. It's over. <laughs> How do you have any confidence uh, after that? And you're not, look, if you're in the NFC and you start 0-3, okay, okay. You're in the AFC and you start 0-3, I don't, I don't know that you can recover from that. The only saving grace is I think there's a chance that the AFC North might just be bad. And, like, let's say the Steelers beat the Browns this week and the Patriots beat the Ravens, both things that are very possible. You could only still be, a, you know, a game, game and a half back in that division, and it's not that big of a deal. But I think the points remains, like, if – if the Bengals lose this game, they've got serious problems. Like now we're really worried. Was like last year just a fluke? Is the offensive line not improved at all? I think, Elliot, they need to win and look really good doing it. I I'm just not sure how much a last-second field goal win to beat the Jets is going to really improve the confidence level of that team. I I think the Bengals win. I'm not. There's no way I'm picking them to cover. And by the way, can be really hard to make the playoffs when we, we know the AFC South is going to have all three wild card representatives. Eight with eight and a half wins over under the uh the division winner having over there. Jacks win the division at eight and nine, and then we have the Colts, Titans, and Texans as wild card teams at five and twelve. Jeez. Okay, let's go. Uh next one. Uh Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington Commanders. We should say this is the NFC 
Super Bowl representative Philadelphia Eagles because that's all I've been told all week long. Uh, Eagles, six and a half point favorites. Oh, boy. A little Marcus Mosher bias in there for you. I'll just say, I just, I I didn't know that the Super Bowl was played in week two, but it's fine. Uh, This line is too rich for me. Uh, I'll take the Eagles to win. I'll take the Commanders to cover. Little Carson Wentz revenge game here. Oh, he's going to, he, yeah, but he's going to have a boneheaded play in the late third quarter. The Eagles are going to pick it and they're going to get at least a field goal out of that. So there you go. Yeah. I don't know how I can't take the Eagles six and a half point favorites. Feels like it's stealing. Super Bowl champions should be favored by more than that, right? I know you're picking the commanders to cover this. I'm predicting it. I know you are. Go ahead. Just say it. Say the words. No, nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Philly here. It, Washington's defensive line is pretty banged up right now. Uh, they couldn't get pressure at all against Detroit last week. I'd love to pick the Eagles to cover here. I just – I the Eagles have got to play the Giants and the commanders, I think, in back-to-back weeks. And yeah. I think they're going to bungle one of those. Uh Maybe it's the Giants. Next game, my lock of the week. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. It's the Saints at Carolina to take on the Panthers. I want you to guess the spread. What what do you think this spread is? Well, I know Jameis Winston's playing hurt. The Saints offense couldn't do anything last week, but their defense was still good for most of the game. In fact, they really only faltered once the offense couldn't do anything. Yep. You know, uh, I think the Bucs only had three points in the third quarter, if I'm remembering right. Going into the fourth quarter, yep. So I think this is a low-scoring game. There's no way the Panthers could be favored. I, I, I'm going to say the Saints are favored in this game by uh, two and a half. Close, three. Uh, there's just no way the Saints are losing this game. I know it's a division game. Uh, yeah, see, look at that nice lock of the week graphic we got there. Yeah. Uh, uh, how is Baker Mayfield going to put up points against this defense? He's looked atrocious against the Browns and the Giants. Now you've got the Saints that are going to be able to get pass rush with just their front four. I think the Saints win. They, they don't put up a ton of points, but like a 23 to 10 type of game. I'm totally with you on this game. The only problem I have with what you said is that I think every week you wonder how Baker Mayfield's going to put up points. I don't think it has anything to do with the matchup. I just think I, you have that dialogue. I, I mean, have I been wrong the first two weeks? Go ahead and say your MRW. You're on MRW. Go ahead. Say it. I'm good. Not good. Matt I just rule watch. I mean, we are on Matt rule watch, but all right. This, I, I just, I don't have any faith in this Carolina offense to score more than like 17 points against New Orleans at all. Um, can we move on from this yeah. game? This uh, should be a really low uh, total, by the way, 40 and a half. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Next up Jacksonville Jaguars at the Los Angeles chargers chargers, seven point favorites in this one. You know, I think the Chargers are going to play well. You know what? I will have a vote of confidence and pick them to cover that. If they only win by seven, fine. It's a push. I think they win outright. They win, Obviously, if they're covering, they're going to win outright. Um, <clears throat> 30 to 20, Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers should be able to throw all over Jacksonville. Their secondary, one of the worst in the NFL, especially the safeties. I, I'm taking the Chargers to win. Keenan Allen status? Questionable. But I don't even... I, if I win the Chargers, I'm not even playing him this week. Give him another full week to get ready. Uh, play Palmer. Need, yeah, play Palmer. Play more Gerald Everett as the other tight end. He'll be fine. Uh, Let him the, off the field when he needs it. Yeah, exactly. When when you're in big goal line, high leverage situations. Uh, all right. The actual America's Game of the Week. It's Green Bay Packers against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, the Bucs are one-point favorites. No Mike Evans, who is suspended. 
Why am I not more jazzed about this game, Elliot? Well, I think the fact that there's no Godwin and no Evans makes it really difficult. You know Tampa Bay's offense is really going to struggle. So it's a matter of whether or not their defense can hold the fort against Green Bay. I think they can. Akeem Hicks won't be playing in this game. Uh, I think if the Packers are smart, they use their backs in this game as much as they can. Dylan and Jones. Um, I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game at all. You think Bucks packers and you think scoring, I think this is going to be the exact opposite. I think it's going to be an ugly game, a lot of ball control. Uh, I would take a low total on this. I'd stay away from the line. You want to guess the total? The total is probably like it should be 42.5. Now, Vegas might have gone a little higher than that, but that's what I would set it at. 42. Okay. Which seems incredible when you're talking about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, but defenses are really good for both these teams. I'm going Green Bay to win and cover. Yeah, I'll go with Green Bay to win uh, with you on this. By the way, we've talked about this before, so if you've heard this from us, um, obviously, apologies, but we should say it. If I can guess the total, I don't want to bet the total. You only want to bet the total when what you have in your head, I encourage all of you, before you look at it, think in your head, what do I see the score of this game being? If there's a five-point differential between what Vegas says is the total and you think the score is, you can bet on it. Yep. If, if you're betting it, if you're guessing it accurately, that means you think they're doing their job and you need to stay away from that. There you go. There's your PSA. Uh, all game. right. Yep. Los Angeles Rams against the Arizona Cardinals. The Rams are three and a half point favorites on the road. I want to talk about the total in this game too and ask you what you think. Give a little advice to our listeners. But first, just breaking down this game. So we got the Rams favored by three and a half. The Rams, I don't know they've been playing well enough to warrant that, quite frankly. And I don't know what to make of the Arizona Cardinals. So to me, this is the 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 spread on this game is a stay away for me. Something tells me though the Rams are going to recover and beat the Cardinals on the road. I agree. I, the Cardinals have played eight, well, eight and a half quarters if you count overtime, and then seven and a half of those quarters they were awful, just absolutely awful. They they played really well at the end of that Raiders game. They don't have the corners to cover Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson. It's like they just they just don't have those guys. So I think the Rams score in the mid thirties in this game and win fairly easily, at least by four. That's what you need. Yep. Um, those three and a half point spreads are always tricky. Yep. I want to ask what you think here. Now, I was just giving some advice on the total. First of all, what's the total on Rams-Cardinals? Because I think it should be a little bit higher. This should be a decent 50-point style total to me. 48 and a half. Okay. Do you think that's going to be over? Yes. Okay. How far over or under do you want to be from the total where you'd feel – because you're not an over-under person at all. You're much more of a spread person, yep. and you like to bring the, the the spreads down with some kind of parlay or whatever, but um, three-team play. How far? Does it need to be three points for you? Does it need to be five points? It, it, to be honest, it depends on where the line is set. Like if it's a lower line, like a 38-and-a-half, I need to have, feel like about a point-and-a-half you know, one way or the other, right? If what about this one? 48, 48 and a half. Then I need to feel about three or four points difference. And I think I do in this one. I think this is going to be a game where there's 52, 53 points scored. So I'm okay betting the over here. Well, if you're right, the Rams score 34 and they win by four, which is what you need to cover. That's 34, 30. You're talking about 64 points. Exactly. Uh, it would have to be a, a huge blowout 
to get under that 48 and a half. If you think the Rams are going to score 34, this is what I'm saying to everybody. Think about what you think the score is going to be. If Marcus thought the score was going to be 34 to 14, that's not something you want to bet on, but you think it's going to be closer than that. And here's what I would encourage people to do. Write down three different scores of what you could kind of see the way going. One for the team winning. One, if it's an upset and kind of like the medium score and then add up those scores and divide it by three. And if it's a couple points off of the point total, that's when you should consider betting on it. So Rams 34, Cardinals 28. Does that sound close to you? Yeah, and I I, I kind of think the Cardinals are going to score fewer points than that, like 23, 24 points. But even then, it's still a You're hit. still at so. 57 points. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Okay. Next up. Now, this next game, I plan on watching about zero minutes of it live. Uh, it's the Atlanta Falcons and the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle, two-point favorites. Hey, I know you're big on the draft. How do you feel about Atlanta's rookie wide receiver? Pretty good. He, he's good. Uh, that's not where I thought you were going with this. I thought you were going, is this is this the battle for the number one pick? Uh, this is not where I was going with it. I was trying to be positive. Drake London looks know. really good. I want to see them get Kyle Pitts involved a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, I think London's been everything they could have hoped for. Well... The fact that this game is in Seattle is what bothers me. Yeah. Uh, but Seattle's favored. And I, I, what about Seattle's play so far makes you think they should be favored? And also, what favored? <laughs> sorry, that's a little Rocky Three for you. Uh, well, sorry. <laughs> so good. I think Atlantic's corners can cover Seattle's receivers. Can Seattle's corners handle Atlanta? Probably. <laughs> I mean, it's this is going to be a really ugly game. I probably trust. Oh, man, I probably trust Atlanta a little bit more because I have faith that they can actually run the ball a little bit with Mariota and Cordero Patterson. But, man, I, I don't want to bet on this game at all. I have no good feel. I am going to pick Atlanta to pick uh, to win straight up, which means that they, they don't need to cover their, their underdogs here. Yeah. Um, I think the over under is another game that should be low. It should, you know, at the highest it's 45 and a half, but I think Vegas is probably going to put this more at 42 and a half. 42 on the dot. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'll take Atlanta to win outright. Yeah, I will as well. Don't love it, though. Uh, all right. Our Sunday night football game, a pretty good one. It's the San Francisco 49ers, Eric's 49ers, against the Denver Broncos. The 49ers, a point-and-a-half favorite on the road in this game. I'll take the 49ers to win and cover. Gee, are you not just uh, you know, Have you watched the Broncos? Hey, okay. Oh, they've so been horrendous. They've been horrendous. Hold on. Let's, let's talk about something real quick because I think it's appropriate for all these games. We're almost done here. We're at the Sunday night game. Um, yes, Marcus is organized enough to go in chronological order. That used to be a real problem for him. He's, he's, uh, yeah, he's doing better, but here's the thing you asked me offline when we were sitting here, uh, Hey, at this point, when you look at these lines and I hadn't seen them yet, you said, when I give you these lines, I mean, are you going to go off of your preseason thoughts? Are you going to go off of what you've seen so far? So I don't know where you fall in that line, but let's say that I go 75-25 or 70-30, 70 being what I've seen so far and only 30% what I thought coming in. There's no way I could pick the Broncos. Right, right. But I don't know if I could pick the 49ers either. Their interior offensive line is so bad. 
and they can't really run the ball and they can't really drop back and throw right now. Okay. I, I just worry about Denver's pass rush kind of dominating this game, but man, I don't know. Can the, I give the, you a huge matchup problem? Sure. Cause you love to talk matchups, but one of the matchups we don't really talk about that much is coaching matchup. The biggest mismatch in this game is Kyle Shanahan to Nathaniel Hackett to me more so than the Broncos defensive interior defensive line versus the 49ers interior offensive line. It's just the biggest gulf is in the coaching. That's why I'm taking the Niners. Okay. I'm staying away, but I probably would lean 49ers, I guess. I hate this game. Can you tell? Like, I hate yeah, betting. I, I'm excited to watch it. I just have no feel. I'm interested uh, in what your little parlay suggestion is going to be at the end, but I'm, I'm, I'm ready for Monday night. So let's talk right. Monday night. Monday night football. The Dallas Cowboys, the one and one Dallas Cowboys taking on the undefeated New York Giants. This line has shifted a little bit. It started at Giants minus three, was minus two this morning, and now the Giants are only favored by a point. I was going to guess even on the spread here. I think the the over-under should be probably 43. Um, if it's lower than that, I'd be a little surprised because that might be a little too much faith in the Cowboys on the road and a little too much faith in a Giants defense that's played weak opponents. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, so w- what's our total? It's probably lower than 43, isn't it? 39. Yeah, that's too low, I think, Marcus. Um, I I don't know if that's such a gulf that I'm, you know, laying lots of money because why would you want to lay money on such unknowns? Cooper Rush is still an unknown. But before I pick this, I want you to pick this game first because you are half in on the Cowboys. You want to see Cooper Rush fail because you love Dak. That's so. not true. Um, I think despite the Bengals having a better defense, this is actually a tougher matchup for Cooper Rush because – the Giants defensive coordinator, Wink Martindale, loves to blitz, and he'll send everybody. And for young, kind of inexperienced quarterbacks, they can struggle, right? So I don't see the Cowboys having a ton of success on offense. Like, I think if they get to 17 points in this game, that would be great. But I don't know if Daniel Jones is going to be able to put up enough That's big plays either, right? It's just, can they stick with the run? Can the Giants create turnovers? I would probably lean the Giants here just because they have the better quarterback in Daniel Jones, but it's certainly not a game that you want to put a lot of money on. I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win this game. A little vote of confidence for Cooper Rush. Um, But I will say this. If he turns the ball over, they're done. Yes. If he does, you know, one little fumble or something in the first quarter, not a big deal. Leads to a Giants field goal. But I'm talking about two or more uh, interceptions, where on the plus side of the field, I just I I just don't think the Cowboys have the offense to pull themselves out of a hole. If they get down thirteen to three in the third quarter or something, I'm going to be a little bit worried. Um, I think the secondary is a huge advantage for the Cowboys. I think the issue for the Cowboys is is the run defense from week one going to show up? Because if it is, they're going to get beat. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. Um, all right, let's let's run through the games really quickly uh, after we just got done th- doing them all. Steelers versus Browns on Thursday night football. We both like the Steelers to cover that. I think you like the Browns to win outright. Chiefs, Colts, we both like the Chiefs to win. I like the Chiefs to cover. I think you do as well. 
Mm-hmm. Ravens uh, at the Patriots. I like the Ravens to win and cover. Um, I think you do as well. Yes. Ugh. I know. These are tough games this week, I know. man. I know. Yikes. Texans at Bears. We like the Bears to win and cover. Raiders Correct. at Titans. This is the one we differed. You like the Raiders to win and cover. I like the Titans to win outright, uh, certainly to cover the spread. Bills, Dolphins. We both like the Dolphins to cover, but the Bills to win. Lions, Vikings. I like the Vikings to win and cover. I think you like the Lions to cover and maybe pull off an upset. Vikings to win, Lions to cover. Okay. I hate it though. Bengals. I'm be rooting for the Lions harder than anyone. <laughs> Bengals at Jets. Uh, I I hate that spread. I'll probably take the Bengals to win, but my gosh, I think it's going to be ugly. I think you just say it. You don't think they're going to cover. Just say what's on your mind. No, I yeah, I don't think the Bengals are going to cover. I think that yeah. game is going to be way closer than anybody anticipates. Uh, Eagles, Eagles and Commanders. Eagles win by forty. You're taking the Commanders to cover. I am, but I don't like it at all. I don't like it. Okay. Uh, Saints oh. versus Panthers. We both like the Saints to win and cover. Jaguars yeah. versus Chargers. We're giving the Chargers a vote of confidence here to win and cover. Packers versus Bucks. We both like the Packers to win and cover on the road. Mm-hmm. Rams, Cardinals. We like the Rams to win and cover. Falcons, Seahawks. We both kind of like the Falcons as little as you can, possibly. Uh, so we're taking the Falcons to cover. 49ers Broncos. I'm a little bit more wishy-washy in this game than Elliot, but he likes the 49ers to win and cover Cowboys giants. I'm taking the giants. You're taking the Cowboys. Are you picking Pittsburgh Thursday night to win? Or are you picking Cleveland to win that game? I've got Pittsburgh to cover, but. I probably would lean Pittsburgh just because Mike Tomlin has been incredible on short weeks and against Cleveland in his career. Is there any game this week? Like, I'm not making any $10,000 picks yet because there's just not anything I'm confident enough on. I'm trying to find one spread that I'm uber confident in, and I can't. I can't. Yeah, I mean, I I think the Saints is a lock. I just think they're going to be able to shut down the Panthers. But um, I think I'd probably go Chargers for me. If we're talking spread, I believe you had the Chargers at six and a half, or was it seven? Seven. At home against the Jags. Yep. I think a little better than that, though, is the Rams Cardinals over under taking the over. Yeah, there you go. Uh, here's my two I like the most. Here's my teaser of the week. My big okay. teaser. It's a six point teaser. It's plus 160, which means if you bet 100, you're going to win 160. I think you'll like this one. We are teasing okay. the Steelers plus four and a half uh, mm. to to up up to plus ten and a half. There's oh. just no there's no way that that game is going to be a 10 point game. No. Yes, that's easy. Okay. okay, what's next? We've got the Chiefs teased down to just a half a point, so all they have to do is beat the Colts. I think okay. they will. It might be close, but I, I think they will. And then we're teasing the Saints. Uh, now they're plus three. There's just – I have a hard time seeing the Panthers winning by more than three. I think the Saints are going to win outright, so you get an, ex- an additional field goal there just in case that game is close. Why would you not take that one? Since it is a division game on the road – and put the Chargers up by 13. Well, you know, you, you would tease it down. I mean, uh, the Chargers up by one. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Uh, I mean, it's a fair point. I think you could take out the Saints and 
you could do that. I just think I like the added ability to if the Panthers somehow win this game by a late, you know, last second field goal, you could still cover that with the Saints losing. Okay. I just division road games are, you know, they're squirrely. They're always squirrely. And I think I would trust the Chargers to win by one. Okay. More than let's we could do that. It's it's not a problem at all. So now we've got we've got the Chargers in there. Same odds, nothing changes. Unless you don't agree, you know, obviously. Um, that's just my opinion. It's fine. I, I I think that's pretty a pretty safe bet. Again, Pittsburgh plus ten and a half. Chiefs mm-hmm. just have to win. Chargers just have to win. Honestly, in that threesome, the Chiefs make me the most nervous, believe it or not, because there's no way Cleveland's winning by 12 points or something. Yeah, ele- they'd have to win by 11, 11 points, right? Yeah. So what would the score have to look like in order for them to win that game? 21 to 10? 17. I mean, even then, like, I don't – like, 21-10, I don't know if they're getting 21 points in this game. And I don't know if Pittsburgh's only scoring 10 either, right? Yeah. Um. Man, these picks this week are brutal. They're brutal. The tough the spread. Like you really need to think about if you're wanting to gamble this week more than five bucks, and you're actually going to gamble something substantial. This is a brutal week to do it. It, it yeah. really is. Um, I'm more so than I can ever remember us picking games. I'm serious. It's a tough one. Week three it is always is. really tough. Um, I don't love it. I don't love it. But I think we'll learn a lot more after this week, which is a good thing. And and if you are out there betting, you just want to be informed better to win, you know, 63% of your games betting after week four or whatever, than to only win 53% because you insisted on betting in week one, two, and three. Uh, Really quick thing before we head out. So I've got to go to a birthday party on Sunday during the one o'clock slate. The, The only game that's on TV is the Miami Buffalo game. Uh, if you had to guess, what's going to be the game that's on my phone that I'm streaming while the, the kid opens their birthday presents? I don't I'll give you the options. I'll give you yeah. the options. Is it Chiefs, Colts, Ravens, Patriots, Texans, Bears, Raiders, Titans, Lions, Vikings, Bengals, Jets, Eagles, Commanders, Saints, Panthers? I think you're going to watch Ravens, Patriots. I do. Yeah, I think you, it's it's that one or Chiefs, Colts. What game's on my primary screen in the uh, early oh, window? Oh, I mean, come on. Lions-Vikings is the, the only game that you're watching. Yeah. You you might have a wandering eye to Bengals-Jets and Eagles-Commanders, but there's no way that you're not giving all of your attention to Lions-Vikings. Yeah, second second screen will probably be Eagles-Commanders for me, but probably, but I don't know. Maybe it'd be Bills Dolphins, but there's yeah, there's no beating out my primary screen game. That's right. There's no way. So there, <laughs> there you go. go. All right. So uh, let's pull a football card. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. So that's a 75 tops Garo you premium. Now, all of you out there have heard of Garo you premium. You just don't realize you have. He was the Miami Dolphins kicker. And he was a left-footed kicker, which looks really odd. Um, I mean, how many left-footed kickers can you think of, Marcus? Uh, Not very many. But one of the most famous blunder plays in NFL history, the Dolphins are perfect in 72. They're up 14 to nothing late in the fourth quarter against Washington in the Super Bowl. 
Gary Upremian hits the field goal. They go up 17 to nothing to cap off a 17 and 0 season. Destiny was there and the kick gets blocked. The ball goes back to Gary Upremian. He doesn't know what to do with it. So he volleyballs it up in the air. You've seen this play, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he literally just volleyball, like set, like a set. Just He doesn't know what to do with it. So he just hits the ball upward in the air. Mike Bass of Washington picks it off, runs the other way. And all of a sudden, a game the Dolphins were thoroughly in control. Now they're up 14 to seven in the fourth quarter. And they got to get some first down so that Washington can't get the ball back. There you go. Do you, do you want to guess how old he is at this picture? <laughs> He's not that old in that picture. He's probably 28. 30. 30. How old does he look in the picture? Uh, 49. That's that's a a great one. You see him down at the Moose Club having a couple beers on a Tuesday night. Yeah. (laughs) We don't don't pull out the uh, the 70s football cards uh, too often, but – uh, with that, Marcus, I always give you the final thought. What's your final thought? This week kind of sucks for games. I mean, we have like one kind of good one with Bucks, uh, Packers, but it's like two seeing two really old actors back in a film again. It's like it's cool for nostalgia's sake, but I'm not all that excited about Brady Rogers like I used to be. You know what's sad too is you've talked about, or we have maybe not on our pod, but about the dearth of young good quarterbacks in the nfc at least not yet and you know you got the bears playing the texans you got two quarterbacks that you should kind of be fired up about davis mills showed some promise last year and justin fields a first round pick and nobody cares and there's no confidence that either one of them are going to do anything it's uh it's kind of emblematic i think of a listless week in the nfl yeah this is and partly like brady and well, not so much Rodgers, but Brady just looks really old. Like, he just doesn't have the same. That game has no juice either. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. We're not getting, like, prime Nick Nolte, like, in the 70s or 80s. We're getting him in, like, 2015, <laughs> Noah. I am kind of looking forward to uh, Jags at Chargers. I am. I want to see yeah. if Trevor Lawrence can build on it. I love watching Justin Herbert. I think that's an interesting game to watch for sure. sure. And I'm excited but, about Atlanta, Seattle. Should be a lot of fun. First team to score wins. All right. With that, we're getting out of here. He's All the right. host of Locked On Cowboys with Landon McCool. Give Landon a follow on Twitter. And uh, also, Marcus covers the Raiders for USA Today. You can follow Marcus at Marcus underscore Mosher, where you can hear about his excitement and enthusiasm for all things football this weekend. I'm at Harrison NFL on Twitter. We appreciate you guys listening to us. We're going to probably hit you back uh, after the Thursday night game, that great 40 to 38 game that you're going to get on Thursday night from Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Everybody, enjoy your football this Thursday, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.